Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 42, coming to you live on Saturday afternoon, June, <laughs> I almost said July, June 5th, uh, 2021, and it's a hot one here in London, Ontario. Uh, today, it's uh, humid, um, uh, borderline muggy. Uh, muggy is a term I use from the East Coast. Uh, I'm sure people here in Ontario use that as well, but it's uh, kind of like that sweaty kind of uh, uh, feel to it, almost like you're uh, you're at the gym. Uh, but without the bad smell. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, that is that. Uh, but happy Pride Month, everybody. So June 1st, uh, started Pride Month here in Ontario as as uh, around the world as well. And uh, take this time to wish everybody a happy Pride Month there. And as always, what I do is go through anniversaries and birthdays. So I'm going to do that uh, right here. Uh, not too many. And this is going all the way through to uh, June 10th, but there's only two. Uh, so on the 7th, which was, uh, which was, which is <laughs> Monday, uh, John Earthquake Tenta passed away in 2006 uh, due to bladder cancer at the uh, the uh, uh, um, young age of 42 years old. Uh, so, I mean, anybody familiar with John Tenta knows all the characters that he went through, but uh, 42 years old, one of the nicest men in the business from uh, stories that I've heard. Uh, but uh, yeah, bladder cancer answer back in uh, um, 2006. So rest in peace there to John Earthquake Tenta. And then on the ninth, Kenny Omega defeated Kazuchika Okada uh, to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in Osaka, Japan. That was back in 2018. The only IWGP uh, Heavyweight Championship that uh, Kenny Omega held, but he did hold that title for 209 days. So uh, the better part of a you know, half a year and uh, he ended up losing the title to Tanahashi Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, Tanahashi to uh, to end his reign there, but uh, yeah, two anniversaries, uh, one good, uh, one bad, and uh, you know we'll get into uh, more birthdays and everything else next week for episode number forty three. Uh, but uh, in saying that, I celebrated a birthday this week. I'm forty five now, and uh, my daughter, my 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 toddler there, celebrated her birthday yesterday. We're only two days apart, which is kind of cool. Uh, but she is now three years old. <laughs> And uh, Miss Attitude, as I, as I, I want to start calling her. But uh, uh, a lot of excitement going on for her this weekend. Um, originally, I wasn't going to do the show today based on the fact, one, it's gorgeous outside. And uh, number two is the fact is she's got birthday things going on all weekend long. Uh, unfortunately, I had to miss tonight uh, today uh, due to the fact uh, a little bit of an injury going on earlier in the week. Uh, you know, being old, <laughs> so to speak, 45 uh, I'm not afraid to admit I have uh, arthritis and uh, sometimes it acts up uh, more so than not at times. So, you know, sometimes I just have to take it easy and, uh, uh, you know, celebrate with her, her yesterday, obviously, uh, you know, for her actual birthday, celebrating with her tomorrow as well. Uh, but uh, today I just uh, took a break. Hence the fact CWN Weekly episode 42 is coming to you live right now. I was going to do it after uh, after, you know, uh, doing what we had planned today. Uh, around eight o'clock tonight, uh, but uh, you know, it's. Uh, I was like, you know, I had the opportunity to do it early afternoon, and uh, so I can get more stuff done. So that is the story there. Big news this week, uh, but before I do that, I want to get into uh, the death of, uh, and I'm wasn't too familiar with this guy at all. Bob Bilodeau uh, dies of COVID, and that was posted by Greg Oliver Slam Wrestling May 29th. So courtesy SlamWrestling.net. This is every wrestling journey begins somewhere. And for Bob Bilodeau, who died Friday at the age of 64, uh, this article is uh, May 29th, by the way. Uh, it's started in a carpet warehouse. Bilodeau was one of the class of 1982, trained in Mississauga, Ontario, uh, Livingston Carpet and Flooring Building under the tutelage of Phil Watson, uh, aka Whipper Watson Jr., and uh, Big Mac uh, Mervyn McKee or Mackay. 
I want to say Mackay. Uh, the others that were in the graduating class were Dan Marsh, who later wrestled as Danny Littlewolf, and Doug Ramsey, who became Jetstar. They all had replied to an advertisement in the newspaper. It was back in Bernie, Liv uh, Bernie Livingston's carpet warehouse, and we used to train every Saturday and Sunday, recalled Marsh, after learning of Bilodeau's uh, death from COVID-19 at St. Catherine's General Hospital. Uh, Marsh noted that Bilodeau, born April 21st, 50, uh, 1957, in North Bay, Ontario, one of six children was built like a tank, hence that was his nickname and occasionally wrestling name going forward. So uh, if you go to slamwrestling.net, you'll be able to find the article there. I don't think it's on cwonline.ca yet, uh, but, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with his family, obviously. Uh, Greg Oliver, who has been a guest on CWN Interview, uh, the second interview I had done, uh, you know, I just a lot of respect for Greg Oliver, always have, always will. And uh, everything that he's done with uh, Slam Wrestling, of course. But uh, I asked him one of the questions if it was tough, you know, to uh, writing obituaries. And uh, Greg says it's, uh, you know, he, a lot of the times he has the facts, everything else. It's just it's tough watching, you know, them pass away, so to speak. Uh, knowing that they had some kind of stay in the wrestling business as it is. But uh, thoughts and prayers are with uh, Bob Bilodeau and his uh, family, friends and fans, of course, there. Uh, one more death uh, to report. And I'm going to go through this first. Uh, well, just to read you the article with regards to this uh, before I tackle the bigger news of the week. And when I say bigger news, I, I'm not downplaying uh, the fact that we had star, you know stars pass away. Uh, just it was basically everything that everybody was talking about on Wednesday of last week. Uh, but uh, this relates to Lucha Libre Exotico star uh, Passion Crystal drowns and. Uh, I, I apologize for forgetting that wrong. Uh, Passion Crystal, I think, was her name, his name, uh, drowns. Um, Wrestling World has lost a groundbreaking and memorable Lucha Libre Exotico star. It was reported 45-year-old Passion Crystal drowned while swimming on the beach in Acapulco in the state of Guerre on June 2nd, 2021. So same day as the uh, the bigger the big news there. Some sources reported the Passion's body has been recovered by authorities, but not, though not confirmed. It says Crystal broke into pro wrestling for AAA in 1994 and worked as part of the Los Exoticos stable with Pimpinella, Escalada, and Cassandro. Uh, Crystal was also a regular in IWRG in Mexico in recent years. It was also said Passion wrestled as different wrestling ring names such as Nemesis 2000 and Orquida. <coughs> excuse me, Orquida Salem. And then it says, uh, 2012, Passion established Lucha Promotion LLES and began to promote shows. Notable title that Passion held was the Gulf Coast uh, Middleweight Championship. Passion had always uh, dealt with adversity, but was always a survivor. A cr uh, pro wrestling community mourns the loss. So you can check that out there, guys. Uh, more information, slamwrestling.net. Um, obviously, you know, you think about drownings, Shad Gaspard comes up, uh, that's related to the article as well. There's uh, thoughts and prayers that were put out by the one and only Taya Valkyrie, Frankie Monet, uh, with regards to, uh, uh the passing of, uh, um, uh, passion, uh, a crystal. I want to say you pronounce that right. Uh, it's a unique spelling. A P A S I O N is the, uh, the first name there, but, uh, thoughts and prayers, family, friends, and fans as well. But, uh, it's, it's tough, especially when you hear, uh, about, uh, you know, somebody drowning and, uh, only being 45 years old reminds me tremendously of Shad Gaspard there. So guys, from there, we go into the big news I was talking about of the week. Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Lana, and other superstars released. June 2nd was the date. Uh, WWE has come to the terms of the releases of Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Lana Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. Uh, WWE wishes them the best in all of their future endeavors. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because it's not over yet, so to speak. 
So you remember back Samoa Joe, you had the Iconics getting released. And then all of a sudden now you get uh, big names like Braun Strowman, Aleister uh, Black, Ruby Riot getting released. And apparently the cuts aren't over with. And that's only on the wrestler side of things. There's been a lot of names released as far as uh, some you know guys like Tom Phillips. Uh, you know, uh, Adnan, uh, Adnan, Adnan, I think, Verk never did get his first name properly. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's and it's tough because as wrestling fans, so to speak, um, it's unique with regards to, uh, you know, we see them as storyline characters. But, uh, you know, we don't necessarily think of them losing their jobs. It's uh, you get, you know, enthralled, so to speak, with the character that you see on TV. And the next thing you know, all of a sudden, it's kind of like, you know, when you see uh, their peers, so to speak, talking about uh, them losing their jobs. Hence the fact last week I was talking about what Kathy uh, Kelly had written. And, uh, you know, it's 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 tough. And, and and then you think to yourself whether or not they're going, you know, they're going to go into uh, different avenues as far as their, their lives go, like, you know, acting or uh, strongman competitions, continue to wrestle this and that. And I'll get more into that uh, throughout the show here because there was some big news that came about last night. But uh, yeah, Braun Strowman surprised me. I was like, man, am I reading this right? Uh, you know, Murphy hadn't been used. Lana, obviously, uh, Alistair Black was surprising as well. As well. So Ruby Riot and then the San, uh, Santana Garrett. So it's um, interesting. And what's even more interesting is the fact is apparently WB is not done uh, cutting people. So that is uh, sad news. And uh, it's interesting to see who AEW, Impact, NWA, uh, ROH, MLW, I'll pick up, you know, but it's um, it's the wrestling business for you, and it's uh, sometimes tough. Uh, from there, guys, I'm going to go into some statements here. Uh, so both courtesy of postwrestling.com, hours after his release, Aleister Black speaks on his time at WB. Just hours after the news at his release, uh, former Aleister Black spoke on Twitch, reacting to the news and reflecting on his time in the company. Black started off the stream noting, I'm not sad, I'm not depressed, but acknowledged he will probably have some bad days, but felt positive of, uh, uh, about his overall tenure. Reason he was given was budget cuts, but said he doesn't know if that was the real reason or not. Black was excited about the Dark Father character with the Big E feud set to begin this Friday on SmackDown, which would have been yesterday. Uh, he noted that Paul Heyman had pushed hard and fought tooth and nail for him during his time there. So obviously, uh, you know, a lot of stories, a lot of rumors with regards to uh, Paul Heyman and who his crew were. And you can kind of tell when he was in charge, who was getting pushed. And, and when he wasn't in charge, who was not getting pushed anymore. Aleister Black was part of that crew. I think Ricochet was part of that crew as well. But uh, I mean, I think Aleister Black's going to do fine. A lot of people coming out and, uh, you know, saying they can't wait to get into another match with him, so to speak. Obviously, his character, Tommy End, is uh, who's going to be going forward. And uh, obviously, he's married to Zelina Vega, Taya Trinidad. Um, with regards to those two, it's going to be interesting because of what happened last night on AEW. So it's an uh, interesting world, I tell you that. And then there's uh, some rumors with regards to Charlotte going on as well. So when I, when I bring up Charlotte, it's because of the fact when you think Aleister Black, you always think, uh, think Zelina Vega. You think Zelina Vega, you always think of Andrade. We think of Andrade, you always think of Charlotte Flair. So those four there. Three of them now no longer with the WWE. One is, but there's rumors, uh, you know, on... It's the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, rumor central, so to speak. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And then as well, Ruby Riot uh, had made a statement as well. So guys, I'm just going to bring that up here. It says Ruby Riot opens up about her release in the WB. So this took place June 3rd. Again, co uh, courtesy of postwrestling.com. And uh, this was the day after her release. So on Wednesday, WB confirmed that Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Murphy, 
Uh, Ruby Riot, Lana, and Santana Garrett were released from the company. Thus far, all six talents have publicly made a comment or gone into detail about the departures, and the latest to do so was Ruby Riot. She took to her Instagram page, and then uh, this is what she had to say. Well, here it goes. Never been good, uh, good at this sort of stuff. Yesterday, in a matter of minutes, my life changed very drastically. But after some tears, some panic, and a full box of Oreos, I was able to look back at how lucky I've been to accomplish what I have. And the article goes from there. At the very end, she goes, in the beginning, Heidi Loveless was given to me. At the end, Ruby Riot was taken away. So I don't know what I'll be called or where I'll end up. But please know this is far from over. Thank you. And then uh, Tom Phillips also spoke about his release as well. So you can check that out, postwrestling.com. Uh, but it's a lot, it's a lot of news coming in on these cuts. And one of the big things is with regards to the rumor has the WWE being up for sale. And it was Sean Ross Sapp, SRS of Fightful, who was, uh, you know, basically it said that a lot of times the only reason this sort of stuff makes sense when you're cutting contracts like Aleister Black, when you're cutting contracts like Braun Strowman is because they're getting ready to sell the company. Well, whether or not that happens remains to be seen. WWE is not going to come out and say it, uh, but the rumor has it if it were to happen. And this from, you know, comes from a few different journalists who have been in the business for you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, is that the WWE, if they're going to be sold to anybody at all, it's going to be NBC Universal. Hence the fact SummerSlam's announcement is coming up later today on NBC. Uh, hence the fact when I was a kid, I was watching Saturday Night's Main Event. Where was I watching Saturday Night's Main Event on? NBC. They have had a huge relationship, uh, you know, and I'm 45 years old since I was a kid, you know. And plus, you add the fact the XFL uh, in the original airing of it was on NBC as well. Um, there's a lot of back and forth. And since Nick Khan has taken over, WB has transformed good and bad. I will say that. Uh, but fact is, he's getting things done. Uh, they look to be going a new direction. And because of that, it's interesting to see where they're going to end up. And it's going to be interesting to see whether or not these um, rumors of WB going up for sale, whether or not it happens this year, next year, whatever the case may be. It's going to be interesting. So it's uh, just a matter of time to wait and see. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, 2022 next year. And uh, I never thought in 2020 I'd deal with some kind of pandemic. And uh, so uh, anything is possible, I guess, as, as they say. Uh, speaking of that, AEW All Out announced for September 5th in Chicago. Looks to be in front of fans. So it looks like Chicago is running again, which is very, very cool. Uh, AEW officially announces full gear for November 6th in St. Louis. So another city there uh, looking to open up with fans and then AEW, AEW double or nothing uh, 2021 results. Uh, it's been a busy week. I didn't have the time to do the recap show. Um, I didn't have the time to watch the full pay-per-view as of yet. I watched, I think, maybe uh, three quarters of it. I'm still missing the last two matches. I've got to go back and watch. But um, uh, in saying that, I, I will say this as far as CWN goes. I love doing the prediction shows um, because it's my thoughts. It's original content. I love doing weekly because it's my thoughts on the news that are taking place during the week. But the recap shows may be few and far between in the next little while uh, just because of the fact, I mean, COVID's officially uh, you know, exited. Uh, I am back to work full time. Um, you know, it's just it's the timing, and I'm not getting <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. I tell you that much there. But uh, uh, I will do my best to do the prediction shows. I will do my best, obviously, to do weekly shows. It may not be a Saturday, it may not be, be a Friday. It might be like a Tuesday every now and then, just depending on my work schedule, because it's all over the place. Uh, but uh, as far as the recap shows go, 
Uh, I get the ability on weekly to talk about the event itself. So, you know, it's, uh, I know NWA is coming up tomorrow. I know I'm doing a prediction show for that for sure. But as far as the recap show, if I get the time to be able to do it, I'll do it. So you'll be seeing uh, the same continuance of CWN Weekly. You'll be seeing the same continuance of uh, CWN Predicts. But as far as CWN Recap goes, it may only be for the bigger shows. I know AEW All Out was a big show. It was just a busy week. But the biggest news coming out of that there, Mark Henry is now officially with AEW. Uh, you've got uh, the Stadium Stampede match. The Inner Circle uh, looks strong in that one. Uh, you've got uh, Kenny Omega retaining, uh, Miro retaining, the Young Bucks retaining. And, uh, you know, just uh, it's uh, it looks great for AEW going into the summer. I tell you that much there. So, But uh, the results, the recap uh, probably will not happen. I think I've only missed maybe three potentially four uh, this year. And uh, it's, it's not too bad considering the fact, you know, a parent and husband and uh, full-time job and, and uh, <laughs> wrestling is like pretty much 24 seven on TV. So I'm not doing too, too bad, but if you see the recap missing, it just means I didn't have the time to do it. But uh, yeah, that being said, the Scottish warriors coming for the almighty uh, WB hell in the cell 2021. That was made official this past Monday. So you got drew McIntyre taking on Bobby Lashley. The interesting thing about this here, I'm going to say this is the fact is you've got um, no hell in the cell matches taking place as of yet. So you've got, I think, two matches officially set up i think no three because i think charlotte's facing um Os not oscar or uh, ruby riot and then they made a match official last night between bianca belair and bailey so championship 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 with regards to drew mcintyre bobby lashley as well but uh, dude, they haven't posted hell in the cell matches at all and i was noticing that i was looking for that last night too when i was watching smackdown and they didn't say anything at all about hell in the cell match i don't think they've mentioned anything about charlotte and rhea and i know they haven't mentioned anything with regards to drew as well as bobby lashley because i read the article on wb.com yesterday uh so it's it's interesting it's um is it a toss-up they're not sure where they're going with it yet to make sense to keep um you know outside interference away so to speak but it's like how do you do it because you've got really nobody attacking uh mcintyre i don't believe at this point I, I haven't watched raw as much as i used to just because i got sick and tired of the commentary same old storylines but i might i might have to i mean i gave jimmy smith a chance this past monday um you know charlotte and oscar there's really not anybody really interfering in that there and then you got bailey and sasha not sasha but bailey and uh um uh, bianca and Sasha Banks is nowhere to be found. Carmella is doing her own thing as well. So it's it'll be interesting to see what they're going to make into Hell in a Cell matches. Rhea versus Charlotte, I wouldn't mind seeing. Charlotte's been in a couple of them. And man, she's uh, but Bianca versus Bailey as well. That would be something to see as well because Bailey looked strong in her match against Sasha. Uh, and Drew Bobby Lashley, I mean, they've done matches just one on one continuously for more than one promotion so that would be cool as well to see them go up so it'd be interesting to see what happens uh gear up for SummerSlam to bring the fire is a promo right now up on youtube that was released on the first uh like i said SummerSlam location to be announced later this afternoon at the 2021 belmont stakes pre-show race on nbc looks like it's taking place at 5 p.m as far as coverage goes but the rumor has it and i think i mentioned this last week las vegas and apparently asuka uh there was something to do with social media and she was at allegiant stadium in paradise nevada las vegas nevada and uh that is the home of the las vegas writers and you know i can tell you this as far as mcmahon goes vince mcmahon he loves going to the new arenas he loves being one of the first people to go to new arenas big and small at that 
here in London, John Labatt Center opened way back in the day. It's now called Budweiser Gardens. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, one of the first events that took place at uh, John Labatt Center um, was uh, a SmackDown show. And I got to see uh, Edge taking on Brock Lesnar. I got to see John Cena before he was real John Cena. I think he was seen with uh, Shelton Benjamin, but it was a, a pretty cool event. And I had great seats as well. But uh, with that being said, uh, Las Vegas is a hotbed right now as far as UFC MMA goes. Um, you know, you've got uh, hockey taking place there. You've got, uh, uh, you know, football taking place there as well. And uh, if they're going to come out of COVID, they're going to start putting on big events again. And, uh, you know, WrestleMania, they only could do so many people. And all of a sudden now you have the casinos open there in Vegas. And, you know, obviously Dana White running, <laughs> running amok. Amok is it? I think it was from a, a Disney uh, Halloween uh, movie or something like that. But uh, anyways, what, what in this case is um, McMahon is going to make the most of it, especially he's going to make his SummerSlam this year, WrestleMania. And, uh, uh, you know, with that being said, yeah, I can easily see him going to Vegas. But uh, like I said, uh, uh, beyond the rambling, I'm only halfway this sh uh, through the show and I'm already rambling. Uh, but I, I can see Vegas easily being announced this afternoon there. Uh, report, Awesome Kong, Shanna's AEW's contracts not renewed. That was uh, put out there by multiple sources. Carrying Cross to put title on the line against all, so all four, <laughs> against four of NXT's elite so this is all courtesy of NXT this past Tuesday. So Cross has taken on Pete Dunne, Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, as well as Johnny Gargano in a fatal five-way. Then we have Cameron Grimes taking on LA Knight uh, for the uh, legacy of the Million Dollar Man on the line there. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to bring back the championship. That would be cool. I haven't heard that announced yet. Ember Moon taking on uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, for title on the line in that one. And then we've got uh, Zaya Lee uh, taking on Mercedes Martinez. And uh, with the cuts, I kind of worry about Mercedes Martinez there. But uh, the uh, the article title was, Will Zaya Lee Make Good on Her Promise to Purge Mercedes Martinez? Uh, so that'll be interesting there. But that's NXT TakeOver In Your House 2021 taking place June 13th, 8 p.m. Peacock and WB Network. And we will be doing a prediction show next week. I might even get a guess for that one because NXT is always uh, cool to talk about there. Uh, cool to talk about as well. Bret Hart, Tyson Kidd, The Way, and more Celebrate Tag Team Week, WB's The Bump. I can tell you this. One of the coolest things about being a wrestling fan is you're friends with some of these guys on Facebook. Tyson Kidd, TJ Wilson is one of those guys who wishes me a happy birthday, uh, private message based, uh, uh, you know, uh, every single year. I think he's only missed one or two years, but uh, every June 2nd on my birthday, I always get a message from TJ Wilson, Tyson Kidd. So pretty, pretty damn cool. It's, uh, I love the guy. And then uh, support workhorse fitness, by the way, there, guys. Uh, Ready RKO claim uh, number 40 spot on the WB's 50 greatest tag team sneak peek. I have no clue. They said it was tag team week, and I have not seen that on the WB network as far as the 50 greatest tag teams. I know they've got, I think, goes 50 to 35, I think, I PVR'd. But I don't know if they're doing it the, uh, the month long or whatever the case may be. Guys, if you're listening, watching to this, thank you. But <laughs> fill me in. Let me know what they're going on with Tag Team Week there and the 50 greatest tag teams. Um, AEW Unrestricted this week was Sandra Gray. Uh, she is the seamstress for AEW. Uh, she talks about uh, wardrobe malfunctions, some of the greatest costumes she's created and stuff like that as well. Uh, BJPW cancels five shows. Yuki Ishikawa tests positive for COVID-19. I'm a huge New Japan pro wrestling mark. I will tell you that, and I will say that until the day I die. Um, but as far as the other promotions there in Japan, um, I, I, 
interesting, but sorry, interested, but the, the coverage I've, I've never been able to get a hold of. And the one cool thing about New Japan Pro Wrestling, they make it English content based as well. Uh, I'm not sure about Big Japan, I'm not sure about All Japan, but I know uh, New Japan, like, like I fall in love with it because I can get English commentary sometimes. But then you'll see <laughs> my wife, true story. Um, We'll come into a room, especially Wrestle Kingdom time, and she'll be seeing me watch the main events and and uh, with Japanese commentary behind it. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "It's just to me, it's more legit." So some of the um, you know lesser matches, so to speak, I watch in English commentary, but the main events, I love to listen to that Japanese commentary going with it. But um, and maybe I should give Big Japan a chance. Maybe you know, guys, if you listen, Big Japan, All Japan, what's uh, what's uh, better? Um, and then I, when I was, you know, back probably 10, 15 years ago, I want to say I was, uh, pro wrestling Noah, uh, Naomichi, uh, uh, food. Oh my God. I'm going <laughs> to, I I'm, I'm upset with myself right now for Mary Fuji, Naomichi Mary Fuji. Yes. I was a huge fan of him back in the day. And then when he came to impact wrestling a couple of years ago, I was, I was, uh, at, but, uh, see, that's what happens. The old age kicks in. <laughs> you don't follow a product. You end up forgetting some of the names. Uh, but anyways, that being said, I'm done rambling. Ongoing state of emergency in certain areas of Japan has led to numerous companies and promotions making adjustments to the card on postponing shows due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Big Japan Pro Wrestling, which is known for focusing on a deathmatch style of wrestling, has canceled their next events. Their shows on June 5th, 6th, 10th, 12th, and 13th have been canceled to prevent the spread of the virus. It's uh, noted on the Big Japan website that they're currently working on rescheduling the events. Yuki Ishikawa, who is the big, uh, who is a part of Big Japan, tested positive for COVID-19, is currently receiving medical treatment at his home. Ishikawa last wrestled at Big Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, May 22nd show against uh, Daichi Hashimoto. Uh, so that is big news from them. Um, obviously, it's taking effect all over there. Um, still feel bad for the tokyo olympics as far as i know it's still taking place but uh trying to make money off the olympics i don't think it's going to happen and that comes from my wife who's a teacher so it's uh it's interesting it's um i mean i, I was talking to my dad yesterday and he's in new brunswick and i'm in ontario and uh here in ontario we june 14th can open retail back up again uh but uh things like the mall unless you have a storefront entrance you can't do it uh, and I was talking to him yesterday and it's like, I'm talking to him and he's talking about how I said, dad, I said, if you want to go to the mall right now, could you go? He goes, yes. And he goes, there's a limited indoor dining taking place. And they're like 3% away from green category, which means more indoor dining. I'm thinking to myself, man, we're here in Ontario, two provinces away and we can't even, <laughs> I can't even go to a food court in a mall right now, you know? And then I think about what's going on in Japan there and they, you know, Wrestle Kingdom ran this year. And anyways, it's it's almost back and forth. And it's tough sometimes, too. It's like, you see my hat, Boston Red Sox fan, Fenway Park, sellouts, you know what I mean? Vegas, they're talking about SummerSlam in August. Um, you know, and uh, hockey taking place and and uh, everything else. And it's, it's a unique time. It's, you know, we'll have one month where all of a sudden a, a province, a country will be great and looking like they're headed the right direction. And the very next month, they're going through emergency lockdown again. So it's it's tough. My thoughts and, and prayers are with those guys in Japan. Uh, you know, obviously, it's perseverance, uh, you know, and uh, we're all going to get through this. But it's just a matter of when. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough because you're in one part of the world where you're getting better. But then you see another part of the world suffering. And it's... Uh, it's uh, it's exhausting sometimes, but patience and perseverance. Um, Tom Phillips was surprised as he was replaced on WB Raw. Talks Adnan Verk replacing him. That was on this, uh, the third. So check that out post-wrestling. Chelsea Green reveals rea uh, reality show talks with fiance Matt Cardona. 
that was on the third as well, courtesy of Metro UK. There's an interview up there, and she basically the summary is she's doing everything else. Why wouldn't they uh, talk about doing a reality show? That'd be interesting there, especially with um, uh, Cardona's uh, uh, you know um, affection, so to speak, towards wrestling figures and the podcast and everything else. So it'd be interesting to see uh, the the real side of Matt Cardona there. And uh, so I was just thinking he's friends with the Miz. So you'd have the Maurice on there as well. Uh, Britt Baker, I think, is part of that crew as well. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo as well. So it's, it'd be interesting to see. It's a lot of different uh, wrestling promotion being involved as well. Uh, Muerte signs multi-year deal with MLW. Uh, that's huge for them. So that was uh, on the third as well. Winnipeggers episode number 46, Pro Wrestling. That was on the third as well. Haven't seen it Um I'll eventually start catching back up with the Winnipeggers. It's funny because when I thought I was going on Saturday night tonight um, with regards to CWN Weekly, I was thinking to myself back in the day when I was, uh, you know, COVID first broke out, Jericho was doing his uh, Saturday night uh, series there. And uh, I wish I could play the music, you know, that he's able to play and everything else. But um, it's uh, it's a reminder that, you know, he's 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 skilled. He's very skilled. Even last night, watch him on the mic. Uh, you know, but uh, it's I wish I could keep up with everything Jericho does because it's funny too. I was at my uh, folks uh, just recently there, and I found uh, a bunch of posters. And I found the original poster, not in the greatest shape in the world. I got to see if I can do something about that. But uh, it's uh, one of his original WWF posters that he had signed for me. So I got to see if I can salvage that in some kind of way. Otherwise, it'll just be up in my my rec room someday. You know, just behind the scenes of, of all the uh, pictures and posters and everything else I've got going on. But. Uh, Anyways, yeah, Winnipeggers episode 46 up right now on YouTube. Impact on Access TV results. I got to go through this. I got to go through this specifically as a Canadian because of the fact there is a lot of fans up here in Canada that love and support this one guy named Josh Alexander. And for the longest time, everybody has no, uh, no, see, I'm like excited enough. I can't even talk, but everybody has known how talented this guy is. Um, you see him on national television with Ethan page as uh, the North. You see him in tag team. He's gifted when it comes to tag teams as well. But when you see him here in Ontario, Canada, you think of destiny wrestling and you think of him as their champion. He was in that ring for destiny when Scott, Demore presented him with that contract. So, when all of a sudden, you know, I, I want to say BTI, but all of a sudden Impact Wrestling goes, you know, we're going to do an Ironman match. It's going to go on BTI and then it's going to uh, fall over to uh, Impact Wrestling. I wasn't able to watch BTI until the very end and then switched over to Impact Wrestling. I was able to watch the final moments and all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's a one and nothing for Josh Alexander. TJP catches up and I was like, oh my God, title could change hands. And the next thing you know, both guys look exhausted. Uh, the headgears off Josh Alexander, uh, blood coming down his face. He, like I said, both men just look spent, exhausted. Uh, TJP had released, I think, a, a video today on Instagram or Twitter paying homage to Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12 against Bret Hart, which was cool as well because you had American, Canadian, American, Canadian. Uh, but, uh, you know, Josh Alexander ends up uh, picking up the win, but uh, that match is still being talked about a couple of days later. And uh, uh, Canadian fans are going nuts because you guys are finally getting to see Josh Alexander, the Josh Alexander that we know. You know, so it was absolutely cool to see. Um, I've got to go back and watch that full match. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff I got to catch up on, and uh, I'll eventually get there. But uh, yeah, so Josh Alexander, TJP, 60 man Ironman match for the X Division title goes to sudden death overtime. Alexander hits one final divine intervention, scored the victory, and retained the X Division title by a score of 2 2 1. So, guys, go out of your way to check that out. And BTI is free on YouTube. 
Impact Wrestling Twitch uh, Fight Network up here in Canada. So check it out. Uh, Jake something defeats Rohit Raju in a tables match. Uh, huge size difference in that one there. I'm just going through the matches here quickly. Uh, a lot of times at 9 o'clock p.m., I just switch over to uh, Dark Side of the Ring because uh, I get up here on Crave. Uh, so it's um, uh, sometimes I have to do the catching up through Impact Wrestling if I can't, uh, if, if I haven't gone back and watched on the PBR. Uh, knockout Tag Team Champions Fire and Flavor defeats uh, Jordan Grace, Rachel Ellering for the Knockout Tag Team Championships there. So they retain. Uh, just going through the list as well. Satoshi Kojima. This is another match I want to go back and see. Uh, defeats D- uh, Diener. I love Cody Diener. have since uh, the time I, I got to uh, meet him back way back in like the early 2000s, so to speak. But uh, uh, yeah, Diener versus Sato- uh, Satoshi Kojima probably was a dream come true there for Diener. And then Sammy Callahan defeats Moose by DQ in the uh, main event. So guys, that is all leading up into against all odds. The other thing that happened with a uh, if I can talk with regards to Impact Wrestling, I get excited sometimes. <laughs> uh, Steve Macklin, Steve Cutler coming to Impact Wrestling. Macklin is the former Steve Cutler in WWE and the boyfriend of Knockout's champion, Diana Perrazzo. So it was a promo for him. So he's coming in there. Uh, big bunch of matches have been put out there as far as taking place um, at Against All Odds. And this is on, when is Against All Odds again? Uh, June 12th, next weekend. This is going to be a busy next weekend. Holy crap, this is my weekend off. <laughs> Next weekend's gonna be a jungle. Um yeah, like holy crap. Like I've got so much I got my folders on on Google Chrome here, and I've got uh one folder called upcoming. So I've got a list of all the events that take place. And um we got UFC Fight Night taking place tonight, NWA tomorrow, NWA or sorry, NJPW Dominion Osaka Joe Hall on Monday, Bellator 260 taking place, Impact Wrestling Against All Odds taking place. UFC 263 taking place as well next weekend. Holy crap, guys, and then NXT. <coughs> excuse me nxt in your house 2021 taking place as well and then the following weekend we get uh wb hell in the cells holy crap next weekend's gonna be busy <laughs> i can't see a lot of recap shows coming out of me next weekend but uh, i'll definitely do the uh, the preview shows here but uh with regards to against all odds matches have been announced officially rich swan and w morrissey uh impact tag team championships we got um uh, I, I didn't see this. This is interesting. So Impact Tag Team Championships, Crazy Steve and Black Taurus of uh, Decay uh, going up against uh, Rhino and, and Diener. And uh, the, the article says Rhino and Joe Doring may have been the ones to dethrone Finjuice as the Impact World Tag Team Champions. Uh, but Eric Young has now allowed Diener to fight alongside the War Machine for VBD's title defense against Decay. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love seeing Diener on pay-per-view. I pay-per-view, whatever the fact is. But um I get a feeling he's got to get his butt whipped. I, I get a feeling Dino might be the one to take the fall on this one here. It's, um, yeah, maybe they're looking to turn him face again. Who knows? It'll be interesting. Oh, and uh, yeah, I almost skipped the article. <laughs> I thought that was the end of it, but it's not. Knockout's Tag Team Championship taking place. We got Fire and Flava defending against uh, Kimberly as well as Susan. And then uh, this is going to be huge as well. And I saw this on Impact. Um, against all odds, uh, number one contenders X Division match. And this, like, like I said, takes place next Saturday. But P.D. Williams, Trey Miguel, Austin Idol, uh, Chris Bay, and Rohit Raju, number one contenders, X Division match there taking place. So, yeah, that is the update for Against All Odds taking place next Saturday. Again, I will be doing a prediction show next week uh, sometime. But I've got to look at the schedule. And uh, like I said, it's going to be a busy weekend there. Uh, big news as well. And even bigger news is this. And just give me a second. I'm just going to bring up the article here. So, Impact Wrestling announces welcomes back fans at Slammiversary. 
uh, July 17th. It's taking place Skyway Studios, Nashville, Tennessee. The bigger news is it's sold out. So uh, for the first time this coming July in a matter of, I think, 18 months or whatever it's going to be, um, Impact Wrestling is actually going to have fans again for pay-per-view there in Nashville, and it's already sold out, which is absolutely cool there. Uh, speaking of NXT to resume touring this July in Florida, uh, this was courtesy of F4WOnline.com. So I'm just going to bring up the article here. And guys, if you're hearing my mouse, it's because I've got the, the new setup here, the table's wood, and then uh, this microphone, as much as I love the Blue Yeti, uh, always picks up uh, noise. So you can hear the mouse. It's... Uh, I've got to figure it out. But uh, anyways, NXT resumed touring. And this comes courtesy of Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer. He added the uh, belief his talent will be asked to get vaccinated. is something mandatory because they are going to be running in some real heavy wing markets. And the feeling is with the fan base, they wouldn't be able to enforce uh, mass ordinance. Uh, the Coconut Loop is made up of small venues in Central and Northern Florida that seat up to 400 people like Daytona Beach, uh, Sa Sabring, Coco, Sanford, Lakeland, and Largo. Uh, those shows were mostly made up of talent that hasn't made it to TV and uh, are new to the system. So that could be going back to uh, the uh, Evolve involvement, so to speak, that they were talking about a couple months ago there. Um, what else we got here? Impact Wrestling announces a limited capacity sellout for Slammiversary that I just talked about. Chris Jericho no longer under a New Japan contract, open to return. So apparently when he performed his match, I think it was, I don't know if it was Naito or it was a Tanahashi. I'm just going to bring up the article here. I think it was, I want to say Naito. Uh, no longer under New Japan wrestling contract, according to Meltzer. Um, AEW star deal ex uh, actually expired following his clash with Hiroshi Tanahashi at the second night of Wrestle Kingdom 14, January 2020. Um, obviously, a lot's changed with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but they're saying New Japan still has to get their finances in order in order for Jericho to be re-signed by the company because apparently it was a big contract. Uh, a lot of guys disgruntled about Jericho getting that much money, uh, but for what he did for New Japan Pro Wrestling is absolutely amazing. I'd love to see him back. I'd love to see him get, fight guys like Osprey uh switch uh, switchblade jay white uh you know him against kota abushi would be cool as well put him in a mega back there just for like a one night only type thing that would be cool as well uh speaking of cool it's a girl lacey evans reveals the gender of her baby so another baby girl on the way i got three daughters <laughs> so um yeah girls are rule, uh, ruling the world uh lately but uh congratulations to her that was announced on the fourth uh wb.com Independent TV sues GCW for breach of contract. That was released on the 4th as well. You go from the good to the bad. And it's interesting because there's always two sides to the story. And uh, like I said, this comes out June 4th. Independent Wrestling TV is suing Game Changer Wrestling for breach of contract, claiming an estimated $500,000 in revenue loss. Filed in Pennsylvania court, the Wilkes-Barre IWTV claims that they entered into exclusive contract with Hayden Field, New Jersey-based GCW in March 2020 for filming, producing, digitally distributing their pay-per-view content. They allege that GCW broke the contract in December 2020 by informing them they were going to stream their pay-per-views through another platform, Fight.TV. Uh, they're suing for over um, excess of $500,000 based on the fact that uh, GCW's shows, if um, you know, if they're to total them all up since they left in December tw uh, 2020, that is basically what they would have assumed is $500,000. That's a half a million dollars, man. I don't know if they've made that much, but uh, I guess you always shoot high, right? But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Both sides obviously have their stories. And uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. Vice TV to air two hour documentary on Joni Lauer this month, so that was released on the fourth as well, I believe. I have the article here. 
And um, yep, I do. Just give me a sec. So uh, Vice TV will continue in their wrestling theme documentaries with the announcement of a Joni Lauer feature to air later this month. Documentary is not part of Dark Side of the Ring, uh, but it profiles China, former WB star that died in April 2016 at the age of 46. Two-hour documentary is directed by Mara Strauss and will feature interviews with Lauer's mother, uh, Jan LeCue, her sister Kathy Hamilton, as well as Sean Waltman, Mick Foley, Billy Gunn, and Vince Russo. Documentary premieres on Vice TV on Thursday, June 17th. So just... Uh, about uh well what are we at today we at the fifth so 12 days away at 9 p.m in the same time slot as dark side of the ring which concludes this uh this coming week there i'll get more into that just in a moment there but guys check that out and something else to check out as well so uh, 365 pro wrestling used to be pwa here in canada and they changed their name and now they're doing uh dual shows so to speak when they can again so here in ontario as well as B uh, bc uh put up a match um i think it was uh, something to do in japan there i'm not sure which promotion i haven't watched it yet but it's uh, China back in the day. So December 2002, taking on Masahiro Chono. And it's it's uh, unique because China's not wearing the the regular black uh, um, you know uh, attire that she used to wear. She's got the blonde hair going on and the kind of the, the lighter attire going on. But going up against Masahiro Chono, I'd never seen that match. Didn't even know it existed. So guys, check that up on YouTube. Uh, but uh, like I said, 365 Pro Wrestling put it out there there. Um, from last night, the EST at WB is looking to put an end to Bailey's laughter. Uh, WB Hell in a Cell 2021 taking place June 20th, so that'll be a match there. Andrade El Idolo appears on Friday Night Dynamite with Vicky Guerrero. I'll get more into that momentarily there, but that was huge news as well. Full match, The Outsiders taking on Rowdy Roddy Piper and Ric Flair, WCW Tag Team Championship on the line from the Great American Bash 1997, courtesy of WB, uh, WB's YouTube. I believe it's up on WB.com, but I always uh, see everything through YouTube there. And 50 iconic tag team moves in sports entertainment history. You can check that out YouTube as well for the WWE. Um, we got upcoming schedule for the week, which I, which I, I find relevant and important. Uh, NWA win Our Shadows Fall 2021 tomorrow at 4 p.m. on Fight. CWM predicts we'll do an edition for that. Uh, it's going to be a premiere sometime tomorrow, um, 1 or 2 p.m. I'm thinking 2 p.m., uh, two hours before the pay-per-view, because it only usually goes about 15, 20 minutes. But look for that tomorrow. Biography, Brett, him and Hart tomorrow as well, 8 o'clock p.m. on A&D. That is it for that series. So there's no more biography that has been filmed, I don't believe. Um, WB's Most Wanted Treasures, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Greg the Hammer Valentine tomorrow as well. That'll be 10 p.m. on A&E. That should be fun. Uh, one of the uh, first tag teams I ever could see in my life live down in Connecticut uh, was uh, uh, the Dream Team. So it's, uh, it'll be interesting to watch that tomorrow night. Uh, New Japan uh, Dominion in Osaka Joe Hall 2021 taking place Monday, 5 a.m. New Japan World. And I put C article because I wanted to make relevance of this here um now i gotta find the article so here we go looking for the fabicon where are you i i know i had it well, i'm arguing with myself on the air um oh no i put it back in sorry <laughs> epiphany if you if you ever see the the series house you, you always watch him having epiphanies. Well, I just I realized it was in the other folder. That's why I couldn't find it. But uh, this was originally supposed to be uh, tomorrow, but they had to move it to Monday based on uh, the outbreak there in Japan. But uh, main event, guys, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. You got Koz uh, Kazuchika Okada taking on Shingo Tagage. Winner takes that vacant championship there. So that's going to be absolutely huge. New Japan Pro Wrestling World. Uh, that's going to be on Monday morning at 5 a.m. 
You've also got Kota Ibushi taking on Jeff Cobb. Uh, you've got uh, El Desperado defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Yo uh, Verpongi 3K. You've also got Dookie, Zack Sabre Jr., and Taichi taking on Tatsuya Naido, Sonata, and Bushi of LIJ. And then in the uh, opening match there, El Fantasmo, uh, Taiji Ishimori, Chase Owens, y- uh, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil, I love saying Evil, uh, of uh, Bullet Club taking on Show. Uh, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, and Hiroshi Tanahashi there. So huge card coming up for Monday. But Okada taking on Shingo Takage for that vacant championship there is going to be absolutely insane. Uh, from there, WB Raw coming uh, this coming Monday. McIntyre, Bobby Lashley set for championship contract signing for Hell in the Cell. Alexa Bliss uh, welcomes Shayna Baszler to Alexa's playground. I never thought those would ever that those two would ever be in a program, but they are. And then five teams set to collide for high stakes tag team battle royal. So RK Bro, the New Day, the Viking Raiders. I almost said Warriors. Um, uh, where are we here? Lucha House Party and Mason T Bar set in that battle royal. Winners become number one contenders for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And then from there, Dark Side of the Ring Season 3, Episode 7, uh, the mid season finale, so to speak, uh, uh, features the Dynamite Kid this week. So that's Thursday, June 10th, 9 p.m. on Crave. So pretty cool as far as being a Canadian wrestling fan goes because you get to see Dynamite Kid in Dark Side of the Ring. And then tomorrow, Biography, uh, Brett the Hitman Hard taking place as as well so guys look for that highlights of the week are this uh smackdown this was last night roman reigns promo begins the show uh the mysterios defeat the usos and still kayla braxton seth rollins backstage interview took place carmella defeats Liv morgan bianca belair bailey in ring satellite promo so when i say that bianca was in the ring bailey was there by satellite and the next thing you know the whole thunderdome fills up with bailey's creepy face laughing and man even my wife commented on it she goes what is that <laughs> uh king corbin defeats shinsuke nakamura that's still continuing there nakamura still has that crown um, which makes me want to see WWE do King of the Ring uh, pay-per-view once again. I'd mark out for that. Paula Cruz defeats Kevin Owens to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, uh, what's his name? The, the big, tall, giant dude there. I forget his na- his new name. Uh, Daba Kato is what I want to call him. But Aziz, I think, Ma- is it uh, Master Aziz or something like that? But anyways, Daba Kato took out Owens before the match. Owens still came down to the ring, but he, uh, he got, ended up getting pinned. And then the Mysterios once again defeat the Usos because Roman Reigns had his, a little, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 fit, so to speak. <laughs> I was going to put another word in front of that. I was like, no, nope, not on my podcast. Uh, but, uh, you know, George McKay is going to be swearing in the promo coming up anyway, so I might as well have just said it. But anyways, they got a second match out of it because they went and they complained to uh, um, Adam Pierce as well, Sonia Deville. Uh, you know, the referee made a mistake in the opening match and then is opposed to the uses getting beat once again. Roman Reigns comes down to the ring, beats up the Mysterios, and that's the way the show ends. And Jimmy and Jay are at each other, and uh, Roman Reigns is kind of there. And, and anyway, the storylines continue in there on SmackDown. Uh, 205 Live, uh, Ari Sterling defeats Sunil Singh. August Gray defeats Ari Davare. Friday night dynamite last night. I almost went to bed. I was tired. I'd been up since like six in the morning yesterday. And um, my wife was, she was tired as well. So, uh, uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know what? Well, she's tired. I just might as well continue watching TV. So I didn't think I was going to make it all the way through dynamite, but I did. And uh, it was a pretty good show. So opening match, Young Bucks defeats Pac and Penta L0. Uh, Muedo, uh, Tony Schiavone, Mark Henry in the ring, interrupted by Vicky Guerrero, who brings out the one and only Andrade El Idolo. And if I was not going to make it through this show, 
I marked like I got goosebumps talking about it right now. I was like, oh my God, it's Andrade. And my wife's like, kind of like, what? <laughs> I said, this is a big deal for AEW. She's like, oh, okay. So yeah, Andre El Idolo comes out into the ring, cuts a promo, uh, very sharp promo, very sharply dressed. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see Alistair Black, Selena Vega, Taylor Trinidad, uh, Charlotte. I'm going to go into this here because I didn't talk about it, but there's a photo that's online and, and Andrade had. Uh, uh, you know, uh, made some comments with regards to Charlotte. He's uh, standing right next to her. Her, her. His hand is on her stomach. And there's a lot of pregnancy rumors uh, taking place once again. But you think about it, you've got three of those people released now from the WB and Charlotte, if she becomes pregnant, will not be wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, it's what a different path. So Andrade can focus on his career there in AEW. It'd be interesting to see. I, I don't know how long much more Charlotte has uh, with regards to, uh, you know, her, her contract there in the WB. But then all of a sudden now you've got uh, Zelina Vega, Tia Trinidad, uh, you know, free agent. And then you've got uh, Andrade who just showed up on AEW. And then Alistair Black, uh, uh, Tommy End, who is now... Now recently released in the w it's it's going to be interesting aew is going to be all over top of it uh, exciting as a wrestling fan i tell you that um from there we go qt marshall uh anthony agogo i'm loving agogo i just hope he can continue it because uh, obviously he's got issues with regards to uh that left eye of his but uh the, the factory, uh, the way they're looking right now is absolutely phenomenal. But they beat Cody uh, Rhodes and Lee Johnson. Agogo knocked out Rhodes and QT Marshall picked up the pin, and it was uh, it was cool to see. It's uh, I'm liking the uh, the, uh, the the feud between these guys here. Inner Circle uh, Inner Circle Stadium Stampede victory lap took place. So them in the ring celebrating. Santana Ortiz looking mean. Jake Hager gets on the the mic and challenges. Uh, uh, Wardlow to an MMA fight on AEW in two weeks, which would be cool. Sammy's out there, just you know, basically just uh, you know, brushing the uh, the fame off his shoulder, <laughs> talking about the six thirty he performed at the pay per view. And then Jericho said, you know, I can't be done with this until basically MJF is done himself. So it's going to be interesting to see what they set up. And Jericho just being the consummate professional uh, and great on the mic. It's it's uh, it's going to be awesome to see him continue that feud with uh, MJF. And I'm like talking to my wife. <laughs> she's falling asleep at this point. I'm like, you got to see MJF. And she's like, what? And so we went to uh, I've gone to a lot of independent shows, but she uh, only went to one. And it happened to be Smash Wrestling here in London against CZW. CZW, the stateside anyway, but uh, MJF was taking on Diener in that uh, event that we get to see. So she actually got to see MJF. And I was like, you know, do you, do you remember who he was? And she's like, no. So I showed him a picture. I said, the, the scarf. And she goes, oh, that's the guy who was chewing the gum and looks like a horse. <laughs> so that's my wife's comments about MJF there. Um, from there we go. Kenny Omega, Don Callis backstage. The Jungle Boy, Christian Cage defeat Private Party. Cage gets attacked post-match by Hardy, who lays him out. Uh, a lot of memories uh, coming back there. Shivani Sting, Darby Allen, in-ring promo. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky interrupt on the big screen. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD Championship Celebration. About to uh, celebrate with uh, hamburgers. And uh, who is it? Uh, um, uh, Ny Nyla Rose. I almost said Nia Jax, but Nyla Rose uh, interfered and, and had a little bit of a fit there. And uh, uh, so Dr. Britt didn't officially get to celebrate the way she wanted to. Uh, Alex Marvez, Eddie Kingston, Pac, Penta L0, uh, Penta L0, Muedo backstage promo. And uh, uh, Eddie released the line, the, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so to speak. So it'd be interesting. It's still tension between them, but it'd be interesting to see there. I think they signed a, a six-man tag team match actually for next week. Uh, so it's uh, going to be interesting to see if there's tension in, in the, uh, the, the, uh, the match for next week. Uh, Red Velvet, who needs more training. Uh, just about killed herself, and she's in the ring with Ali, the, the bunny. 
But uh, she did uh, the leader type of dive to the outside, and man, she got lucky. I tell you that. But she needs more training if she's going to be doing moves like that. But she defeated the bunny. Uh, Miro backstage promo announces that he's fighting um, Evil Uno next week for the TNT Championship. Hence the fact I'm rocking, if you could see, uh, the SSB shirt. I got to meet Stu Grayson, but I never got to meet Evil Uno yet. So uh, that's on the bucket list there. And then Ducks, Dustin Rhodes defeats Nick uh, Camarado, bull rope match. And uh, that was the main event there. And AEW next week as well, Friday, June 11th, 10 p.m., and then I believe they announced at the end of June they're doing a Saturday night event. Uh, so that's uh, remnants of Saturday Night's main event, just AEW there. But uh, next week will be uh, Friday as well at 10 p.m. Uh, for AEW Friday Night Dynamite. And then New Japan Strong this week, uh, Road to Ignite 2021. Uh, TJP pulling a lot of heavy duty this week, defeating Kevin Knight. Barrett Brown defeats Adrian Quest. And then Carl Fredericks and Satoshi Kojima, somebody else pulling some uh, double duty, uh, defeats Team Filthy, which was J.R. Kratos, as well as Danny Limelight there. Uh, Ratings this week, ratings are all over the place because, and when I say all over the place, I mean I don't have them the way i used to simply because of the fact showbuzz daily is down so i have to pick up off the websites once again uh pw torch is one of the best for it and then they kind of filter down to f4w and and uh, slam wrestling post wrestling uh even fightful you know uh but uh, raw this week 1,557,000.40 in the demo that equal to 565,000 viewers and Memorial Day show, but that was one of the lowest shows in the history of Monday Night Raw. It was a holiday show, but still, uh, you know, not uh, not uh, looking good. And then before we go into independent uh, wrestling news, uh, MMA Pro Boxing, it is kind of big this week. And for two reasons. Number one, UFC Fight Night takes place tonight. Uh, Rosenstruck taking on Sakai, UFC Apex, Las Vegas, Nevada, main card 7 o'clock p.m. TSN 2. If you go to the website, it says TSN 5. I checked. It is not on TSN 5, so if you're looking for UFC tonight, TSN 2. Main event has uh, Jazino, a big a biggie boy, Rosenstruck, uh, taking on number 9. So he's number 6, taking on number 9, Augusto Sakai in a UFC heavyweight belt. And then the prelims at 5 o'clock uh, tonight, TSN 2 as well, featuring Tanner, the bulldozer, Bozer, Canadian guy at Edmonton, uh, fighting Iliar, the sledgehammer, Latifi. I want to say I pronounced that right. And a UFC heavyweight belt as well tonight. So that is for free. If you want to see some MMA boxing and you want to pay for it tomorrow, there's a show on tomorrow night, 8 o'clock p.m. Uh, the main card takes place, $49.99 on Showtime pay-per-view as well as Sportsnet pay-per-view. What I'm talking about is the one and only Floyd Mayweather, 44 years old, 50-0 and 0 in his career, 27 KOs. So more than half of those uh, um, you know, uh, uh, matches, so to speak, won by knockout, taking on the one and only Logan Paul. Yes, WrestleMania's <laughs> own Logan Paul, 26 years old. He is 0-1. He lost to KSI in November 2019, uh, but it's scheduled for a contracted exhibition, eight rounds. Like I said, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock p.m., main card takes place, Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida, and then $49.99 on Showtime pay-per-view as well as Sportsnet pay-per-view. So it's uh, 50 bucks here in Canada as well. And then to follow up, Logan Paul, uh, Paul uh, vows victory against Floyd Mayweather. Uh, that took place earlier this morning. A little bit of an interview on uh, YouTube featuring Matt Camp and Caleb Braxton of WB's The Bump, uh, speaking with Logan Paul about the fight itself. So, guys, check that out there. 
Uh, huge weekend as far as boxing MMA goes. And then we go into next weekend with regards to a lot of heavy wrestling, NWA taking place. So a lot going on this week. I wish I could say there's a lot going on for Canadian independent wrestling, but not yet. It's the calm before the storm. And one of my favorites out there, Tarek had put it best. And he was like, man, he expects when indie wrestling is back that it's basically full houses and and and, and people going nuts. And uh, that's, that's my plan. <laughs> I tell you that. But uh, guys, as always, I'm going to take a break right now, get into some Canadian independent wrestling talk after the break. So check out this promo, courtesy of the one and only George McKay, who celebrated episode number 200 this week. Uh, so I've been playing this promo. I love this promo. Uh, I'll probably, uh, you know, uh, play it a couple times more and then uh, put it to put it to rest. But uh, uh, it's called Off Season by the one and only George McKay. So check it out, guys. You ever been underestimated? I have. You ever been ghosted? I have. You ever look and wonder how come it's not working? I have. Doubt, anxiety, stress. It's a motherfucker. But then you sit down and you have a conversation. Life-changing. The fire reignites. It starts all over again. The fuel, the hunger, the passion, the drive. I got it all. Me? I'll sleep when I'm dead. This is everything. This is what I want. No more waiting, no more asking, no more hoping. Kick the door in. Make them see you. Make them recognize. So when it comes to me, I'm going to show you whether you want to see it or not. So go ahead. Underestimate me. Doubt me. Hate me. I'm never going to stop. Here, there is no off season. I never heard of it. And when it comes down to me, when all the smoke clears and I'm standing at the top, we're looking down at what I built. That's when I stop, soak it in for a minute, but then realize there's 50,000 more right behind me. Go ahead. Underestimate me. I live for that shit. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, obviously, hashtag we are CIW. CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca uh, is the website to go to that forwards you to the Facebook group. I was noticing during that promo, thank you very much to George, by the way, uh, but uh, the, the little Wi-Fi symbol came up as far as StreamYard goes. So I'm like, here I am. I could literally reach out to the router slash modem uh if i had like another foot on my arm and uh but i'm hardwired as well so i get the connection going from the laptop into the router like i said probably maybe six feet away but i saw that little wi-fi symbol come up with regards to stream and i'm like oh no 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 not again and i've only ever had that once before i think it was on st patty's day last time it happened but Check all my settings, hardwired. I've got a new router installed by Rogers about three weeks ago. So StreamYard, man, get your act together and 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 quit messing with people's shows, okay? I'm going to switch from StreamYard to something else if it keeps up. But uh, uh, anyways, it's just a little pet peeve when I know I've got all the settings in place and I'm still seeing something on the other end by, uh, you know, a website that's supposed to be trusted. I'm not, I've never, ever, ever been tremendously happy with StreamYard. 
Um, but uh, I feel I'm going to go on a little a bit of a rant. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm paying for a service. It should be as as great as they promote it to be. But uh, anyways, I'm going to have to back go back and uh, and watch the uh, the the going into the Canadian independent wrestling segment because um, I feel like it's going to be a little bit muffled when I go back to watch it on YouTube. So, anyways, that's my little rant. But uh, like I said, hashtag we are CIW Canadian independent wrestling is the uh, website for you to the group. Uh, check it out and uh, promote, promote, promote. We're over 460 strong right now. Uh, you know, if you've got a gimmick, promotion, website, uh, uh, podcast, uh, whatever the case may be, get on there, promote, keep it clean, but uh, uh, just make sure you promote the, the heck out of yourself there. Uh, from there, guys, I'm going to go into this as I have been the past little couple weeks there. And it's Stevens Hearts for Carry Malformation. Website there is up on the screen. But I'm going to go into even more, more further detail here. So uh, website for anybody listening on audio, fundraise.sickkidsfoundation.com forward slash Stevens Hearts is the way to get to it there. I'm just going to bring up the website. I'm not going to uh, share screen uh, yet. Uh, I will do it at the end of the show just uh, to, to, to show you guys why. But he's uh, officially raised $5,600 of a $25,000 initial goal, uh, going all the way up to $50,000 as his, his grand total is what he wants to do. But uh, Steven Spice, uh, Steven's Wrestling Journey, SWJ, Steven's 3. Uh, he's got a lot of them out there. Is a nine-year-old boy fighting carry malformation. Uh, two surgeries I think he's officially had for that. He's had other surgeries as well for his throat. But I created the hashtag, what's known as Stephen Strong. So you'll see at the very end of the show, when you see that closing graphic, you'll see the, the logo itself on uh, what's light blue. And the reason for the light blue is because Stephen's favorite color is blue. And when I asked him to choose a T-shirt, which I'll get to at the end of the show, uh, he said light blue over the navy blue. So you'll see. But uh, hashtag Stephen Strong. But uh, more importantly, with regards to CWN, is uh, this here. And I'm just going to bring up the article. Uh, courtesy of cwnonline.ca. <laughs> I say that because I joke around with my wife as well. I was like, oh, I guess we can just go to cwnonline.ca to, to, to find out the information. But uh, you go, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screen share here and I'll go further with regards to the, the shirt now. So let me see. Where am I? I do this. Hey guys, listen, I'm audio. I'm just um, I'm shutting things down and opening things up. So uh, share screen. I don't do this as often as I used to. Where am I here? So I can get rid of some of these banners just for the time being and then go full out. So there, guys, you can see it there. But uh, that is cwnonline.ca. Uh, that is the official article there. So uh, uh, CWN supports uh, hashtag Stephen Strong for the month of June. And uh, this came out on the 1st. So for the month of June, not only can you properly represent our proud nation of Canada Day, you can also support and donate to Stephen's Hearts for Carrie Malformation. Stephen Spice has a goal of raising money for Sick Kids Foundation. And in the month of June, 100% of the profits made on every t-shirt will go to Stephen's Hearts for Carrie Malformation. Every Canuck Proud t-shirt and every Stephen Strong t-shirt sold in the month of June will go a long way. And I said, put uh, support Stephen and represent Canada and purchase a t-shirt from our store in Pro Wrestling Tees. So it's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash uh, CWN online. And then you can donate directly to Stephen's Heart for Kieri Malformation. And that is fundraise.sickkidsfoundation.com forward slash Stephen's Heart. So uh, guys, make sure you check that out there. Um, as you can see there in the screen, you can see the article there. I'm just going to scroll up here so you can see the actual t-shirts themselves. Um, I'm just going to, I'm double checking as I go back and forth here, but the, those are the actual four shirts that are up. Like I said, at 100% of the profits 
in the entire month of June, uh, go to Steven. So he can put that towards his his fundraiser there. But there's three Canuck Proud shirts just in time for Canada Day. You got the uh, the white shirt there uh, with regards to uh, the uh, uh, the red writing. You've got the black shirt with the red and the white on top of it. And you've got the red shirt, which is my personal favorite on top. Uh, I mean, beyond Stevens. Uh, but my personal favorite as far as Canuck Proud shirts go, you got the white on the red. And then Steven Strong. I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to show you guys a little bit uh, uh, closer here and bring up pro wrestling uh tees i might have to share screen yeah i'm gonna have to share the screen again um but i'll show it to you guys now just while i'm doing this so bear with me a sec um i gotta stop the one screen there i am hi <laughs> and then uh share the other one so hold on a second uh, share screen chrome tab and that should be right hey there we go so you can see that's ProWrestlingTees.com there. That's uh, our, our part of Pro Wrestling Tees. So CWN Online is the way to get to it. But there's all four, uh, four shirts there. So $19.99 US. Look for sales as well. I'm not saying to buy the shirt during a sale, but you can. The money's still all going to go towards Steven. I'm still new to Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, but I think when it comes down to it, I think Pro Wrestling Tees are the one who takes a hit. So if you ever have a sale like 20% off, I'm pretty sure they take that away from their cut. I think we still profit as, um, you know, creators, so to speak. Uh, but in this case, like I said, 100% of the proceeds all going towards Steven Spice for uh, his uh, his fundraiser there. But uh, I'm just going to click on his, um, his, uh, his T-shirt that I created here. I'll show you guys the logo just a little bit more in depth. But that is the baby blue shirt that we decided to do for him. And then the uh, the logo that goes along with it. And there's uh, two pictures here. So I'll bring up the picture here. I'm just going to make sure. So, yeah, guys, you can see it on the screen there. But that is the official uh, T-shirt for that I've created anyways for hashtag Steven Strong. Uh, purple is representative of Kieri Malformation, hence the ribbon that's beside it. And then the hashtag Steven Strong is the hashtag I created to go along with Steven Spice uh, for any anything that I have to do to raising uh, social media awareness, awareness in general, raising money for him to help him out. And he's a huge part of the Canadian Wrestling Network. I tell you that much. He's always tagging uh, the the uh, you know the uh, the group myself in in posts and stuff like that. I make sure to repost. But 1999, the month of June, those plus the Canuck Proud shirts, all funds raised, every single penny going towards Stephen Spice uh, to raise money. So guys, support, support, support. He is a nine year old kid battling something that we've probably will never go through ourselves and he's uh he's uh, adorable as well he's a personality that's uh, absolutely amazing um you know he's been on the bump <laughs> i haven't been on the bump but he's been on the bump he's uh some of the greatest interviews in the world he's uh he's landed he's uh, a good one with tyson uh, uh kid uh tj wilson another good one with regards to uh kevin owens uh you know so uh, guys support him fundraise.sickkidsfoundation.com forward slash Stevens hearts. And like I said, the hashtag is Steven strong for him. And uh, like I said, go to uh, pro wrestling tees.com and I'll put that up on the screen there for you. CWN is now on pro wrestling tees, but pro wrestling tees.com forward slash CWN online and hundred percent of the profits uh, go to him this month. So guys support him and help represent Canada as well, because uh, I'm pretty proud of the Canucks proud shirts uh, that I've created there. Uh, so from there, guys, we go into other Ontario independent wrestling news, which <laughs> we honestly don't have right now because there's nothing really going on. And when I say Ontario based, that's where I am, but it's also Canadian based as well. But uh, I always do talk about some of the YouTube stuff that's taken place, not as much as I used to, but I'll, I'll still go through some of it that uh, uh, was interesting to me. 
So the Duke, you suck. You know, I just love saying the Duke, you suck podcast. Uh, episode 16, talking residential schools with Wavell well Star and uh, Sequan. Uh, uh, Hannah Ku, I want to say pronounce her name right. That took place on the third. So check that out. YouTube as well as cwnonline.ca for all of this stuff as well. The Blackballed podcast episode number 41 with pretty uh, Ricky Wildey. Uh, featured Pinky Sanchez, Jake Do uh, Jones, and Bolo Fung. Bolo Fung. <laughs> what a name. Uh, but that was on the third as well. Vidcast 55 celebrating 200 by the one and only George Micaiah Straight Talk Wrestling. Guys, check that out. Haven't watched it yet, but I will. Uh, Steven's Wrestling Journey. So SWJ, we've got uh, Steve's three with AEW superstar QT Marshall. That was an interview that Steven put out there on the fourth. How to call in pro wrestling. So that's interesting there. I think it's about a nine minute segment by the one and only Tyson Dukes, but he talks about calling a match and uh, uh, he's there with his son, Ethan Dukes. So it's uh, another one of those things that's on the list to watch. Uh, Spotlight with the Golden Gun. Mark Wheeler was uh, yesterday super kicked uh, pro wrestling there based in, I think, Mississauga. I know it's uh, Toronto area. Uh, N.E.W. N.E.W. Evolved on Rogers TV, episode 102. Uh, Lock and Bulldog title tournament, first round. Martian Maxwell, that was on the fourth, so yesterday as well. And then today, just before the show, uh, uh, I saw Into the Lair, episode 23. The Sultan taking on J.J. Jester, Triple J. Uh, that was on the 5th, so today. As well, guys, as I always say, check out cwnonline.ca, mainly when I talk about independent wrestling is the one and only slugging with Stephen O'Neill. So Stephen O'Neill contributed to this website and uh, he's a, he's a, I, I want to say a good human being, but <laughs> he's got poor taste. And when it comes to wrestling, I tell you that much there. And he, uh, he used to crap on AEW too much. So, uh, but he's, uh, he's doing good things for CWNonline.ca. And uh, like I said, slugging with Stephen O'Neill, uh, check it out. This uh, past Tuesday, he had an interview there with Jocks uh, Sampson, uh, Samson, another cool name, Jocks Sampson. And that was on the first, uh, but as part of the slugging with Stephen O'Neill series that he's done, man. And he's got quite a few uh, interviews up there as well. And with uh, quite a few names that are very, very cool. And some names that kind of I didn't even know about or didn't really, you know, kind of realize they were still wrestling out there. But uh, definitely check it out. Slugging with Stephen O'Neill, CWNonline.ca. He's got his own little uh, section there with regards to uh, everything he's done. You can check out his profile and uh you know it's uh, uh he, like i say he's got poor wrestling taste sometimes but uh it, you know it, it is what it is oh god take a small break <laughs> I, I you know and the other thing too i, I noticed when i look at the clock i've been going over an hour lately and when i put the show together i was like okay this is not going to be that long and the next thing you know it's like holy crap i've gone over an hour again and i entertain myself i tell you that much and uh it's uh, my wife laughs at me but uh whatever the case Anyways, you see on the, uh, the screen there, guys, the uh, Canadian Wrestling Network, uh, the website address, CanadianWrestlingNetwork.ca. And uh, we are uh, quite a few members proud. Uh, social media keeps climbing. And my headset's going nuts. It sounds like I get uh, – uh, hopefully it's not doing it in the uh, the recording. It sounds like it goes up in volume, down in volume, but it might just be me. i got a fan beside me as well, so maybe that's throwing me off. And then I've got this wall in front of me now. But uh, there we go. See, I'm rambling. But CanadianWrestlingNetwork.ca, social media, you can see it there. Email network at cwnonline.ca. If you have a podcast, you have a promotion, you have a show, uh, you're doing interviews, let me know. You can be part of the network there. But One Nation, One Network, Connect Proud. Check us out on social media. Like I said, Canadian Wrestling Network. Uh, but we're growing in numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter on a regular basis. And uh, I do my best to promote you on YouTube, on the website, and uh, just do my best to promote anybody part of the network in general there. So, guys, check that out, canadianwrestlingnetwork.ca. Um, as far as the show goes itself, CWN Weekly and CWN Predicts. So CWN 
predicts NWA when our shadows fall 2021 taking place tomorrow. It'll be a premiere. I think it's going to be two o'clock. I might do it at one. I, either way, it's going to be up on the website. It'll be up on uh, YouTube as well, but it'll be a premiere on uh, YouTube as well as Facebook. I'm going to say 2 p.m., but that's NWA uh, when our shadows fall 2021. CWM predicts for that. CWM recap. Hopefully, I can get a show out for the uh, NWA when our shadows fall 2021. Uh, that will be to, uh, to be determined, though. So, Probably not Monday because I got to work a little bit later. It might be Tuesday, but I will try to get that show out with you guys to CWN recap. If not, you will see me talk about it on the next edition of CWN Weekly, which will be CWN Weekly episode number 43, Friday, June 11, 3 p.m. live on Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. Uh, yes, I am going back to Friday for next week at least because I checked my schedule. Friday works. Friday I'm off. So it'll be Friday. Hopefully there's no construction taking place. That construction ruined one of my interviews I had scheduled, so I'm kind of PO'd at the uh, property management company, but it is what it is. But uh, Friday, episode number 43, Friday, June 11, 3 p.m., live on Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. Guys, check out CDBN Weekly on social media, of course, Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, all that sort of jazz. Uh, CWN is on Pro Wrestling Tees. You saw the four brand new t-shirts launched. All proceeds going to Stevens Hearts for Curie Malformation in the month of June. I tell you that right there. Um, as always, guys, with regards to me personally, uh, you can check out feedback at cbnonline.ca for an email to just a general mailbox for cwnonline.ca uh, or me personally, chris at cbnonline.ca. You can check that out there. Uh, get in touch with me, uh, you know, share ideas, whatever the case may be. But that is the best way to get in touch with me there as far as email goes. And then with regards to me pre uh, personally on social media at Chris Maloney CWN, uh, that is, uh, um, I know for sure, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I don't have Facebook set up for it yet. I have my own personal accounts outside of the wrestling thing. Uh, so if you find me on there, then and then so be it. But uh, at Chris Maloney CWN, uh, Instagram and Twitter for sure there, guys. I think that's it. That is it. Yeah, so <laughs> look for CWN predicts NWA when Shadows Fall 2021 taking place tomorrow. Like I said, the premiere will happen, and uh, it's uh, looking to be a good pay-per-view. It's uh, They've announced the full lineup, so it's it's going to be interesting. And uh, uh, it's, uh, I think we're finally going to get to see Camille as the NWA World Women's Champion. I think she's going to beat up Serena Deeb there. But, uh, guys, check out CWM Predicts NWA When Our Shadows Fall 2021 tomorrow as the premiere, and you'll hear my thoughts on that match as well as the main event between Nick Aldis as well as uh, the one and only Trevor Murdoch there, guys. So, guys, that is it. Until next Friday for CWN Weekly episode number 43 taking place then this has been CWN Weekly episode number 42 look for the uh, prediction show tomorrow but as always thank you for watching and listening and we will talk to everybody again sometime soon <laughs>